This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Well, hello everybody. It's one more episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Jamie. And it is? It is Monday. May 25th, Memorial Day, and I'm not sure exactly what day it is in quarantine. And we're laughing because this is the second time we've done this because my fucking microphone was off and we couldn't figure out what was going on. We were like, oh my God, what is happening? Why is this not working? And the first thing you should check people when your mic isn't working is to make sure that this thing is on. Like the actual button's on. Right. We're like, oh my God. And she's like, well, you moved it. I'm like, but I didn't touch anything, I swear. And we're like, wait, we probably should just check and see if the actual microphone's on. It wasn't. So that's that's what we're rolling with today. You can see like kind of where we're at with things. Two blondes, one podcast. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, so we did a bunch of barbecuing this weekend. We did. Yeah. Um, there was a bunch of people turned away at our beaches. If you didn't have Delaware plates, you weren't getting in shit. Um, so that was kind of crazy that, that they were was, turning them around. They, like, like, let them drive all the way down to the beach, and then we're like, sorry, go back to where you came from. Right. Like, could you imagine those people who, like, rented hotels and shit, and they're like, what do you mean we can't come in? Well, didn't some of them, they said yeah. if you had papers, I think you could? It's been posted on the website, though. It's been posted on the website that you can't go out of towner. Like, right. Like, I don't understand why people, because people thought, oh, we try anyway. They're not going to check anything. Delaware was like, we ain't going to check what? Uh, bet bet crimes, bitches bet crimes down and we're bored <laughs> well i mean i think it's interesting though that so many of them are from jersey and jersey is like one big state hotspot still right. for and people. they have their own fucking beaches that are open i always kind of wonder that because it's like some of us will go to jersey to go to the beaches and some of us you know stay in our own state and go down state i always wonder like what why not just I don't know. It's like what makes the difference, but I guess it depends like where you grew up or whatever your parents right. are maybe. I, prefer, I don't know. I, I grew up in Delaware. I prefer Ocean City. Right. Um, when I was little, my family wouldn't go to Rehoboth for the family beach vacation. We would go to Wildwood in New Jersey. Oh, and really? We would, we would stay a week in New Jersey at the Spicer House. So Why? Do you know why they decided that? They, my mom, the family just loved New Jersey. They loved Wildwood. You know, there was right. a lot for you to do in Wildwood. There's right. a lot in Wildwood. Is there? I've never been. Wildwood is amazing. I'm 43 it's, years it's old almost. Never been. It's more expensive, but it's it's a good time. Like you got to pay them on the beach to get on the beach in Wildwood. Yeah. And the, the walk from the boardwalk to the beach is like four it's miles. Walk. I swear to God, I'm going to lose my mind. This dog will not stop licking herself. I mean, she just won't stop. She just, like, scooches up a little more. I don't more. know what it is. She does it at a frequency that just pings Danielle. Like, and Danielle's <laughs> ears are, like, start twitching and the hair in the back of her neck will raise up. And I'm like, what is your problem? Like, I don't hear Lainey licking. Well, you would if it was your dog. And it's, like, quiet and you're trying to work and all you hear is, Although, okay, three minutes ago, she went balls out to the wall with like, <laughs> it was just like, she was snorting, <laughs> she went at her feet, and I'm like, what the actual fuckaroo is happening right now? But anyway, so yeah, so we opened our beaches back up, but apparently they're not letting anybody from out of state right. uh, come down. And I'm thinking people will probably just, I wonder if they like, 
Because there's like two main places you can get in. You can go down Route One, and then there's like a back road you can kind of yeah. come down. There's only but like they, two roads. They were sitting on the. Back I'm like, road. are they on the back roads too? Because I'm like, they're probably like, well, I'll just go around. I, I, but I haven't seen anything. Oh yeah. Know what I am seeing now? Other states that have opened up now are like, you know, um, rising COVID cases or whatever. Or, but then there's like another thing. It, Fox News actually posted two things. Were one they, I read were last night. Completely contradiction of yes. each other. Fucking Fox News, man. Yes. One last night was on their website, and I read it after you had left. Thank God. Jamie came over and kept me company. I was feeling a little lonely last night. Her and Lori, thank you. And after you left, I was, like, you know, trolling my Facebook feed, and I saw one, and it was, like, it it made no difference. Like, they were saying us reopening made no difference whatsoever, and it was whatever. And then this morning, I look at it, and it was, like, COVID cases on the rise. And I'm, like, which one fucking is it, Fox? Get your shit together. Like, we have the big daddy news and all that, but when it comes to the Fox, that's like the bipolar ant news. Like, cause you, they contradict themselves all the time. And I was like, what is happening? So that happened. Oh, and now that a lot of the state's beaches are open, have you noticed that they were like, they're doing shame posts with like everybody out partying and they'll take like a picture of like a group of people together partying. They're like, and people like un, completely unfazed by COVID and like blah, blah, blah all together. And it's like, they can't wait. And then the fucking people that don't want us open are like shameful for shame. You know what I mean? It's so funny. But then you get these other ones where they're like, it made no difference and everything's fine and you should just keep opening. Yeah. I I'll went to Papa's families yesterday for a barbecue and we were fine throughout the house. But as soon as we sat down to play a game, we had to mask up. Like they, you did? Yeah. But to be fair, um, I didn't mind putting the mask on because African Americans are more susceptible. Right. So, and being, you know, I was, and, and, you know, the ladies I was, I was playing with were older. Right. So I was like, you want me to wear a mask? Let's wear a mask. I'm still going to take your money. Right. I mean, either way, I'm still going to win this mother flipper. Oh my God. Do you ever like try to type something on your phone and it will not type it for you? Oh, by the way, everybody, my new name is Shamar. Oh, God, that is so funny. Because Danielle went to type my name, and somehow it came up Shamar. I like it. I like it a lot. I, I'm like, where and why? Because I don't even, like, I've never even typed the name Shamar in my life. Well, there is Shamar Moore. No, I mean, which is fine. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, like, you know, autocorrect usually will start changing things to things that you do a lot of. And I'm like, where in the actual shit did I ever, where did Shamar ever even come from? How did Jamie go flip and tamed it to Shamar? So now she's like, Shamar's on her way over or Shamar can't come today. Shamar, <laughs> Shamar talks to, to herself in the third person. Yeah. Shamar person. loves you and the kids, which I thought was really good. Shamar does love the kids. <laughs> Shamar loves the kids. Oh my God. No, but I think that's nice. And you're going back over to his family's today. I am. Which is nice. Uh, Jonathan's going to his dad's today. He's having like a little barbecue. And I'm finally going to get some peace and quiet in this house because Christopher's working. Jonathan's going to go to his dad's. And it's going to be and very Lainey's, quiet. Lainey's going to pick today to give herself a whole licking makeover. Oh, oh, God. Well, she's, I mean, I literally, okay, for everybody out there who has a dog that has allergy issues that you cannot get a hold of, she's on Apoquel. And it's the only thing that keeps her from her eyes and her ears getting infected because she constantly has, like, this allergy problem that then affects her eyes and her ears. But it does not in any way, shape, or form prevent the the licking. Like, the dermatitis, topical dermatitis, or whatever that is. It, like, just sort of keeps that part at bay, but it keeps her from her eyes and her ears getting infected, like, near constantly. It's $145 a month. I spent $145 a month so I could still listen to this bitch lick 25 fucking times a day. 
Well, but hers sounds like it now is being good. Hers is being good now? I'm like, this mother flipper. She's exhausted herself from all the licking. I'm like, I have spent thousands and thousands upon thousands of dollars to treat this dog's god darn allergy problem, and it never gets any better. But anyway. Oh, yeah, um, we should. We need to jump in because I was going to say, so we much. can jump in. Yes, we can jump in and get moving. So uh, you go first. So today, um, now I just got the notification of Nate's video. So today, Nate was in the drive-thru at Wendy's, <laughs> and he was listening to us. Nate Smythe. Nate Smythe. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows who Nate is by now. Oh, yeah, um, I know. I just, I just said your whole government name. I just lost. No, so apparently he's in the drive-thru, and he <coughs> has a problem, because every time he's in the drive-thru, he, I say something really dirty on the podcast, which, that's the whole reason why I'm here, people. <laughs> but anyway, um, he was at the part last week where we were talking about the massage parlor, and as she's giving him his food... I say really loudly on the podcast, could you imagine if you're a cop and you're like, go in there and let this bitch massage you and then suck your dick or, no, or then jerk you off. Jerk you off, yeah. And he was like, the lady gave him a look apparently at the, who was giving him his food was like, okay. <laughs> Here's your food. And it's the same lady every time. And he's like, I'm sorry, I don't do this on purpose. <laughs> so Nate has requested that we give him cards so he can be like, you want to know what I'm listening to? Uh, Here's the card. Yeah, are you interested? <laughs> right. But speaking of Nate, Nate, um, this is Nate's last list of top. We have to figure out what we can make Nate have a list of in June. But being made was National um, Masturbation Month. Nate has provided us with his very last list of top ten for names. Top ten for names. <laughs> Number ten. Finally, I checked my mom's friend's hairy pussy. Ew! Oh my god! <laughs> Eating Doritos with feet, a young pussy gets fingered. What the hell is happening? Shoot that cum on my fat ass. Love them white girls. Oh my god. Is that really one of them? Love them white girls? Pissing oh. hard in the ass. Ew! You fuck me harder and more delicious than my husband. Oh. You know what? I'm going to have to remember that. If I ever have sex again in my life, I'm like, you fuck me so deliciously. <laughs> Better than my husband. So anyway, this one I found very funny because of my favorite of Cards Against Humanity card is big black dick oh okay right and this one is simply called big white dick <laughs> big white dick oh wow okay <laughs> oh you know what by the way mikey somehow mikey said something oh i sent him this one website has all these like cool things on it and one of them was a book and for his birthday i sent him like a link to the book and it says like how to get through life with a big dick Ew. But it was, like, as a joke, though, right? It was the big book of, like, how to get through life when you have a big dick, right? And it was, but inside there's, like, nothing in it. It's just funny to have, right? Oh. So, so it's just the joke book. But anyway, and it looks real professional. Like, it looks like it has, like, doctorates and, you know, PhDs and all this shit, right? And he was like, how'd you know that I got a big dick? I was like, racial profiling. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I love you. I'm like, I love you back. <laughs> I fucking hate him. All right, so barefoot hot cum shot. Like, I guess they're somebody's coming on their somebody's bare feet oh jeez. two white bitches rub pussy so hard it makes them come 
Two white bitches. I was waiting to say that it was going to like light them on fire or something. Like all the friction. Two white bitches rub pussy so hard it makes you come. <laughs> I'm never going to look at Doritos again now, I don't think. Weird looking fat bitches. Dest- a bitch destroys his balls. Destroys his balls. Weird looking. Weird looking. I, I'm playing. I'm playing the Nights Nights Mice video. <laughs> well, I was just in the Wendy's and I should know better with you guys, but I, I never learn my lesson. That's kind of how I get in most of my situations in life. I just don't learn my lesson. Um, <laughs> I, I go to Wendy's and it's the same lady every morning. She's a nice black girl. I don't know why I had to say she was black. That really has nothing do with any of the rest of the story but um as I, I put my window down and um you guys are talking about the massage parlor and uh he goes can you imagine jamie goes can you imagine being the cop all right you gotta go get a massage from this bitch and let her jerk you off as she's handing me my food <laughs> loud as fuck <laughs> just give me some cards so when like Stuff, I can be like, oh, you like what you hear? And just give them a card through the drive-thru. Through the drive-thru. We too think you're awesome, Nate. I do. I love Nate. So I was talking to to my ex who who actually used to work with Nate. And I said to him, I was like, you know, I'm like virtual friends with Nate Smythe. And he was like, Jamie, he was like, you know Nate. He was like, you used to drink car bombs with him at Sprue's parties. And I was like, our friend Sprue, who sadly mm-hmm. passed away years ago. But I was like, oh, was that him? Because he looks totally different now than he did then. Right. So, Nate, when you hear this, you could be like, oh, shit. And that's right. We used to party at Sprue's together, too. So, that's probably how you know me before the whole karaoke thing. Oh, my God. And then now we'll have to do some car bombs for old time's sake for in memory of Sprue. There you go. Um... Well, in keeping with the integrity and um, journalistic, you know, professionalism that is our podcast, I want to present to you a medical student who makes over $6,000 a month selling her pictures of feet online. (laughs) (laughs) And I was absolutely fascinated by it. So this is comicsands.com. It's like George Takai. And there's this little girl i mean she's not little but she's adorable girl she is cute she's She's super cute cute. and for some reason well she says she likes feet so she already has like a foot fetish of her own like she just loves feet where everybody else doesn't or people that she knows does not like so she's already in like flynn but she's like i think my feet are cute and i take really good care of them and i get pedicures all the time and i change the polish like twice a month and blah 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 well somehow she's a medical student and i'm like why she gotta be a medical student sometimes i wonder anyway, a medical student is putting her best foot forward, literally, in financing her studies by raking in $6,000 a month selling pictures online of her feet. Her name is Sweet Sweet Arches. I almost called her Farters. Sweet Farters. Sweet Sweet Archers. Sweet Fart. That's like a... um, Sweet Fart. There you go. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's a present yogurt place. (laughs) Sweet Fart. Oh, my God. So, Sweet Arches is a self-confessed foot fetishist who also works in a hospital theater she warns against seeing fancy footwork as a way to make a quick buck, stressing that she devotes six to ten hours a day to her sideline 
and that aesthetically pleasing feet, like her own, are essential. Oh, Jesus. I know. So she actually has 105,000 fans that view pictures of her perfectly pampered tootsies on Instagram. How many? 105,000. Jesus Christ. Could you fucking even imagine? These fan only page or only fans pages well, are this is Instagram. taken off. But it's, this is only Instagram, right? But then when she does go down and she talks about her only fan site, but she doesn't actually say how many she has on there. But she says that um, she gets between 50 and 100 messages a day through her only fans account from people asking her to do everything from kiss or lick her toes to crushing ants between them. I know what she said she wasn't going to do. She's like, I'm not doing that. She said some people like the soles of her feet, some like the toes, and some like to see them in different positions. So she does, like, all this cute shit with them. Like, she'll put, like, all kinds of flowers on the ground and sit in them. Other times she puts, like, you know, fishnet hose on with, like, really sexy, like, shoes with her peep toes coming in. You know what I mean? And, like, people, like, fall because she says everybody likes something different. So she's, like, she basically dresses up her feet like some white women dress up their damn little dog. And she's killing it in the game. Well, good for her. I know. I can't like, be sad. Way, I can't be mean about it. Way to make your money in a legal way and doing your thing. And your body, your choice. Your feet, your fucking choice. But it's so, like, here. Here's one that's a good thing. Where she's, like, sitting on her bed and she puts her feet up and she's got, like, <laughs> so Oh, it doesn't help that those hellacious boobs are in there either. And <laughs> well, it's, like, zoom into my crotch. <laughs> yeah. I, but her foot is the front. Right. So, but then this one, like over here, she's got another picture with this one, and she's got like that metallic um, nail paint on or whatever, or nail polish on, which is neat. And then, I mean, just, and then here's another one where it just shows her shoulders of her feet. Like, see how she's laying, and people are like she's seeing adorable. her feet. She's super cute. It's so funny. And then here's one where it's kind of like, oh, look at my butt, but here's my feet. You know what I mean? Like, it's so funny. Like, she really has this down. Like, she knows what people want. And she's not naked. No, she's completely. She's completely clothed. I mean, some like are might be like position wise, might be a little, you know. But she's completely clothed. She's not bothering anybody. And these fucking people. But like, could you imagine trying to go to medical school plus spending six to ten hours a day on? That's why it makes me wonder. Right. Yeah, medical school. That's busy. She's making over six grand a month, which fucking medical school is expensive as hell. I know. Well, it's um, if you want to follow her on Instagram, it's sweet.arches on Instagram. And on Twitter, it's sweet underscore arches. Oh, so speaking of um, medical school. Uh-huh. First of all, if you want to go to medical school, your first ambition in life should pay, be pay attention in science. Okay. <laughs> this is the way I, I feel. And how you're going to segue. Yeah. So, the hilarious reason one couple couldn't get pregnant after trying for years. <clears throat> this is from IFLScience.com. Oh, I fucking love science. Pregnancy is strange, messy, and depending on where you live, unbelievably expensive. It's complicated. There are so many misconceptions about it, as well as many unanswered questions that researchers are attempting to solve. The science really has its hands full. The most rudimentary mechanism that humans need to engage in to lead to conception, however, has been so thoroughly nailed down by this point that there are about as mysterious as president as the president is erudite. Okay. E r u d i t e. I don't know. Erudite. Oh, is an erudite? It's it's as mysterious as the president is a scholar, basically. Okay. 
There are various difficulties relating, pr relating to getting pregnant, but the very first step in the program is surely ubiquitous knowledge. Oh, geez. Why'd they have to make this so right. like, why, why, big word? For both sciences and non-sciences alike. So basically what they're saying is you got to fuck. Fuck. I know. Like, just get on with it. God damn. So, what? um, as spotted by Metro, perhaps, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It seems that the la at least one couple for four years remained ludicrous, ludicrously, ludicrously. Oh my what god! The fuck? How is that so hard for me to say? <laughs> Unaware of the basics, this recent case of a twenty-something couple from China who couldn't quite understand why they were unable to create another human being does, does nevertheless have a happy ending. So hold on, so you can like it's telling me to hold on to the end of the article says, during a discussion with an obstetrician in which they complained about regular sex having failed to lead to pregnancy, it transpired that the wife was finding sexual intercourse to be particularly <clears throat> and perhaps unusually painful. Initially, oh, thinking Jesus. that the wife had a gynecological infection, an examination was conducted. Evidence suggested that the couple had never once had vaginal intercourse, which obviously raised another profound question mark. This, so she's been <laughs> married for two years, but she's still a virgin. He's putting it in her butt. Yep. <laughs> this quickly found the answer after the obstetrician found out that the couple were having anal sex all the time. It's not clear if they were unaware of the specific... <laughs> the the specificity of their friskiness, mistaking one orifice for another, or if they thought this was the method was in fact the, power to, the proper way to conceive. Either way... Trying to get an egg fertilized in that way is like attempting to pump a pump up a car tire by whispering into the rearview mirror. <laughs> After getting some advice and being handed a pamphlet, oh my God! Somebody had to hand these two idiots a pamphlet. They were sent home. A few months later, they managed to successfully conceive and sent the obst obstetrician a hundred eggs and a live hen as a thank you. Oh dear God! <laughs> some backwoods like it's somewhere in china and uh, people in china are pretty smart i mean china and japan asians are pretty fucking smart but apparently this bitch these two were not the and she's like it really hurts i guess so Did he's ramming his pee pee in your honey not the brightest crowns in the box holy freaking crap oh my I mean, and then I'm trying to think, like, now we got pregnant, so it seems like, and that's why I'm wondering, like, are they, like, from a very poor village or something? Maybe. Because well, who sends all a, the eggs and a hen a, to a doctor? That does explain the hens and stuff. Yes. So they do, they do not go to school that long if they're Probably, ready. yeah. It's and then probably. nobody's probably sitting down saying, you know, hey, son. Well, that's probably you got to put this rod in her cooter. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine? She's probably like, if you ever stick your dick anywhere near my ass again. Oh, my God. We are getting a divorce. And he's like, this is China, bitch. I will kill you if you try to divorce me and get away with it. You know you know what? 40 years ago, Pac-Man came out. Da -da. Can you believe it? Yes, I can. I mean, 40 years. Does that not make you feel like completely old or what? All right. So we have a good one, a Florida one. And I have to read it. It's Are you so fantastic. About which one? Is it Crystal Metheny? Yes. Why did you want that one? No, I love this one. You love this one? Okay. So I figured you could do the facts don't matter one because they're okay. your favorite. They are my favorite. Yeah. So this is from the OrlandoSentinel.com and it's making its rounds everywhere because no lie, this bitch's name is Crystal Metheny. 
Crystal Methany. Yes. Uh, I read this to Mikey the other day on the couch, and he was like, what the fuck, Jamie? <laughs> so it's hard to be destined for greatness with a name like Crystal Methany, especially if you live in Florida. <laughs> so it's no surprise that a woman with that same name was arrested last month in Polk County, which I thought was really funny. Richie's like, that's where I live. I'm like, that sounds about right. <laughs> her, alleged, her alleged crime, however, was not drug-related, at least not this time. Methany was arrested May 5th on a charge of shooting an offensive missile. What? <laughs> Wait, where did this is a fucking missile? But it says an offensive missile into a vehicle, according to public records from the... Yeah, what did she shoot? She was released the following day after posting $5,000 bond. The 36-year-old woman was also arrested in Polk in 2012. Man, they had to go far back trying to find some shit on her. So, on marijuana possession, who gives a fuck about that? Not, May, an, not an ounce of methane. Methany's I know. No, I mean, they were hoping for it because that's why they went digging. They, they wanted to go like, find some shit on her. Drug charge, drug charge. Oh, drug charge, oh, marijuana. It says maybe Methany and infamous Florida man Edward Cocaine should join forces. <laughs> you know what pisses me off, though? What is considered, what's an offensive missile? I don't what know. What is it? Like, did she, like, throw, like, garbage or something? But, but I snoped this, and this is real. Like, yeah, it really this, happened. This is not a fake article. Like, I thought for sure it was a fake article. And then I was like, oh, shit. Somebody really didn't name their child a crystal methany. Hey, Jay, can you find out what would be considered an offensive missile, please? Because I'm very curious. Like, I feel like, like I need more. Does this bitch got a rocket launcher and just shooting into shit? Yeah, like, or are we talking but like... But there's no murder, so I did she just, like, it was not a... Um, an active missile it just well could that also be like you're driving down the road and like somebody pushes you off so you take your soda and throw it in their car window because that's like know. launching something into somebody's car or do you have a missile fucking um <laughs> paperweight that you got from the <laughs> smithsonian like a little torpedo and you've just been like fuck you bitch here uh, yeah i don't know pissed off? i don't know so jay could you find out for a sweet love thank you honey. and that's it where was that at? Was that Florida? Was yeah, that, that Florida? was in Florida. I got another Florida. I got two Floridas. I have one more Florida for you, too. Right. So, okay. Florida team. This is from World News Daily Report, <laughs> where facts don't matter. And this has also been posted by Jay, and I love him for this. Because yeah, he gave it to These us. are my favorite. Right. Florida teen stung over 600 times after inserting his penis into a beehive. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Can I just say real quick, I tried to explain... To my uncles last night, my uncle and my aunt, everybody that was sitting around, exactly what World News Daily Report is. And then I think I got, like, interrupted somehow. But I was trying to explain to them that they are the most Jerry Springer-esque articles that you can possibly. So it's like if Jerry Springer show and the people that go on them had a website, this is it. Right. This is exactly it. And maybe yes. that's why I love it. Oh, so it's anyway, so funny. Lawrence Thomas, 14. So first of all, when I read this... <laughs> I read this, I just immediately thought of my girl. Oh. Well, ever since the murder hornets came, people have been posting these memes about my girl. Right. And, and to me, it's too soon because I watched it. And Where's her glasses? Where's his glasses? He can't see, see without his glasses. glasses. So. <laughs> <laughs> but when, they, when I saw this kid, I was like, you could have ended up like Macaulay Culkin. I know, right? But he couldn't have because this is not real. Um, Lawrence Thomas, 14, who is allergic to bees, was brought to Naples Community Hospital after suffering a severe anaphylactic shock. The 14-year-old boy apparently inserted his penis inside a beehive located under the family house balcony where he was attacked by the swarm of bees. 
One of his friends told him that having sex was like putting your penis inside a warm jar of honey. I guess there wasn't any honey around. Oh, dear God. His father, Robert J. Thomas, told reporters laughingly, visibly grateful that his son was still alive. Oh, my God. But we have gone further uh-huh. and further from God's light. <laughs> further uh, so, and further. So then it shows a picture of his parents. So like Robert J. Thomas and Andrea <laughs> Thomas, the teenager's parents, hope that other teenagers will heed this as a warning advocating abstinence is the best way to prevent such incidents oh my god and he says i mean i understand the urge but if you have to do it do it in a kleenex for god's sake and leave the bees alone (laughs) argued his father visibly flabbergasted by the incident (laughs) gynecologist ann gibson of the naples community hospital reminds us that sexual experimentation is fairly common and healthy for young teenage boys and girls not that way you idiot right I once had a young 11-year-old patient with a large eggplant stuck inside her vagina. Oh, my God. I had to reassure her that her her behavior was perfectly normal, the gynecologist recounted. Last year, a smaller incident occurred after a man who openly described himself as an an insect fetish. Oh, my God, he has an insect fetish. Oh, God. Attempted to sexually assault a queen bee and was subsequently hospitalized for 12 days. Oh, dear God. I have to keep remembering this is fake, but they're always so well written. I know, like, because it really, you really do think so. And that's where it ends. This, somebody posted a screenshot of this very article in one of the groups I'm in. I can't even remember what it is now or whatever. Did I save it? I don't know that I did save it. But they posted it in there, and these people didn't have a clue that it wasn't real. So, like, they were, for instance, they were like, um... That guy's an idiot. And, of course, that's from Florida. Like, I mean, like, they really didn't have any. And it says literally, like, world, like, in, like you could see the banner where it says World News Daily Report where the, where facts, the facts don't, matter. don't matter. And all they did was look at what it said. They weren't looking at the fact that it was fake. And I didn't have it in me to tell these people what morons they are. I'm like, y'all belong on this damn website for believing it's even real, you hookers. For the record, <sighs> next week, stay tuned for our next World Daily Report. World News Daily Report will be 17 Christian high school students suffer PS- PTSD after accidentally watching porn and during sex ed class. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. Well, yep. I wanted to talk yep. a little bit about um, the different stuff that people have been doing, like, to sort of keep themselves busy during this, this quarantine. Uh-huh. And I, quarantine karaoke is one that's, like, a big one. Right, I, and I did that a couple times. Me and Nate did it a couple times. I, I lost interest real quick. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, I think it's really, it's fascinating, like, some of the different things that people do. There's this one girl on there, and God, I cannot remember what her damn name is, but she's amazing. Like, she should be, and she is and should be a performer her whole entire life. And I think her name's Misty Mayhem, and I just think she's absolutely fucking amazing. Like, she's just got, like, the kind of the personality for it and the way she can talk and play guitar and sing. Like, she's just amazing. But then you always have somebody that's got to fuck shit up. So, like, for instance, there's this guy, and his name's Charles Newman, and uh-huh. he's in quarantine karaoke, and he's got stage four terminal cancer. Okay. So he's like, you know what? I just don't give a shit anymore. Like, I'm just going to do, you know, things that are going to make me happy because I'm dying. And he looks like he's dying. Right. Like, he's very skeletal looking. He doesn't look healthy. You know he's dying. So he gets on there with his guitar, sings terribly, but he's going for it, right? Which I love, by the right. way. He must have said a bad word. And here's a man who's dying. And this woman, Teresa Carter Slack, says, Your music is great, but could you filter the foul language, please? 
And I'm like, he's fucking dying of cancer, you fucking twatosaurus rex. Like, give him a break. But then there's these other cool people that are doing, like, Disney characters. Mm -hmm. And so this one girl is, like, so cool. She's doing, she played Rapunzel. Mm -hmm. And these parents get, like, their kids on. And she'd be like, hi, so-and-so. And And these kids lose their ever-loving shit. Because Rapunzel just said hello to them. And the other day, it was a girl who dressed up like um, Ariel. And was doing, like, all those songs. And she would, like, say to them. And she was like, my daughter is freaking out because you just said her name. And I was like, how adorable is that? So I just had to make sure I brought it up. Because I think it's very neat. Karaoke Quarantine karaoke got me through probably the first three weeks of quarantine. Really? Yeah. I'm on there singing um, Borderline. Not Borderline. Yeah, Borderline. Well, I thought that was really neat that some of them are, are using, like, that talent. And it's neat. The ones that are doing, like, the Disney songs, they're very, very Broadway-like. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So you could tell. I mean, they just have all this talent. And for, like, the parents that are stuck at home and they have these kids that are, like, you know, losing their freaking minds, that is, like, such a great idea. And I just had to make sure that I brought up how cool I thought that was. Okay. So speaking of people who are Debbie Downers or what we like to call Karens. Hmm. There's a new frontrunner for the greatest Karen of all time. And, of course, she's from Florida. Oh, my goodness. If such a thing as hell exists, there must be an entrance. And if there is an entrance to the mythical Hades, one could imagine that there's a line at the door. If there is a line at the door, there must be a VIP entrance that is possibly patrolled by a brawny doorman who once guarded Hitler. Roger? (laughs) I'm sorry, I thought that was funny because they were like, it must be guarded by a guy that used to guard Hitler. Roger oh, Jesus. <laughs> Roger Ailes, the person who invented Cl- and the person who commanded uh who invented Clamato. I don't know what a Clamato is. Me neither. And the security personnel who have a list filled with the names of future patrons who can skip the line, including Donald Trump, Jeffrey Baratheon. Oh my god, Jeffrey oh my Baratheon goodness. from Game of Thrones. No one is that good of an actor. And Clamato chemist if he isn't dead yet. I don't know what Clamato is. Oh, okay. But not Audra Adams. Audra Adams is going to heaven because she is a child of God. Only the, <laughs> most, only the Most High could have created such a perfect example of Karenness. Audra, Audra Adams is a Karen. A Karen Turducken. Like, she is like the Karen of all Karens. Uh, they called her a Karen she Turducken? Is a, she is a Becky wrapped in a Karen seasoned with a zest of Ashley. <laughs> Rolled in. Holding Kaylee crumbs and deep fried in a vat of Madison. Oh she my is god. A funhouse mirror of white girliness. Oh dear God. If Alina Dunham had a baby if Lena Dunham had a baby with the with Dog the Bounty Hunter and allowed it to be raised by the Beverly Hillbillies, it would probably be named Brett. But when, <laughs> but when Brett became a sophomore in college, he'd meet a girl named Zoe. At a baby, ch- a beta chai keg party, Zoe would be cute but kind of quirky, and she would be wearing cut-off denim Daisy Dukes, a tank top, and a tattered straw cowboy hat. And I, and after a few brief, few drinks, Brett would tell Zoe, "Let's get out of here and go someplace quiet." But Zoe would say, <laughs> "Oh, this is how apparently Audra comes to be." But okay. Zoe said, "Zoe would say that she came here with her BFF, Audra." And they both look across the room at Audra, who's also wearing a straw cowboy hat and tank top <laughs> and cut-off shorts. But her her cut-off Daisy Jukes are white. And Audra would notice them looking at her, hold her red beer-filled cup in the air, and say, Woo! 
the shit. Okay, what is this about? It's a, it's about this girl named. Oh shit. This is how uh, this guy is saying that this is how Karen or Audra, the girl who's this Karen, is coming about. Like he's giving her backstory. Like oh, okay. Because I'm like, okay, well, what did she do that made her a Karen? That's what I'm kind of wondering. So That's it from, says. God, he's taking forever to get to it. Um. Oh. Sh- 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 okay. Audra Adams is the greatest Karen of all time. Don't, <laughs> don't debate me on this. Ta- Fox News takes it from here. Fox News. Police in Melbourne, Florida, arrest Audra Adams, 32, on charges of trespassing and disorderly conduct among the charges. After responding to the Monkey Bar and Grill on the night of May 12th, there were, where they found Adams in the parking lot refusing to leave, according to the arrest records shared by Fox News. The bar's owner told police that Adams had tried to kiss random patrons inside the bar before she was asked to leave. Adams initially refused, but then wandered into the parking lot where she continued to refuse to leave. According to the arrest report, police offered to call her a cab or phone phone her family to come pick her up. But instead, she sat on the ground and stated that she would not go. During this time, she also phoned 911 a total of five times, (gasps) including once after the police had already responded to the bar... And once again, when police were questioning her in the parking lot, when one of those responding officers asked why she kept calling 911, she said she felt the bar was not participating in social distancing or following the guidelines to be open. Shut the hell up! Oh, she's mad because she didn't get all her kisses uh, and somebody didn't want them. Oh, how I love Audra. Let me count the ways. One, her name. She's actually named Audra Adams, which means her initials are literally AA. But Audra doesn't play that anonymous bullshit when she consumes alcohol. <laughs> she probably believes she was special all her life because teachers and doctors in the booking office at the county jail were always made sure she was first of everything. Audra probably <laughs> still has no idea that's because those people were going in alphabetical order. Audra is spreading the love. She doesn't give a damn about your coronavirus concerns because she knows that love can cure COVID-19, even if you don't consent to kisses that taste like Marble Reds, Paps Blue Ribbon, and the smallpox blankets. <laughs> smallpox blankets, oh my god. Audra wants to leave, but not yet. WKMG reports that Adams left the bar but refused to leave the parking lot even after she was told about the trespassing warning, telling officers, I'll sit in this parking lot all night. Drunk people always say they just want to go home, but you can never get them in the car, and they always sit on the ground. (laughs) She wants it all. Audra wants to socially distance while kissing people and wants the cops to shut down the bar because they don't want to fully open up the economy. She's part of the ambiance. If someone told me I was going to a place called Monkey Bar and Grill and in an idol uh, in the Atlantic, Florida, I wouldn't be I would be disappointed if there wasn't a white girl in the parking lot throwing up while insisting <laughs> while insisting the person holding her two ponytail hair back that she was okay to drive. And six. And here's the greatest sentence of all time. After she literally spoke to the manager, Audra actually left the bar while she continued to refuse to leave, but then allegedly attempted to flee after she was handcuffed after being arrested and reportedly and illegally calling the police on the police. <laughs> so she ran off with her hands uh-huh. cuffed and was God still calling 911? God damned if she isn't the Karenist of Karens who everyone, <laughs> whoever Karened. In fact, this either this is either proof that we are living in a, in the simulation of, Aud, of that, in the simulation or that, Audra somehow opened a wormhole in the Karen-Becky continuum. (laughs) She has set the bar so high for future drunken escapades that I am more than comfortable saying that this level of greatness will will never be achieved again, again by any Florida woman. Audra Adams was charged with trespassing after warning, after warning, 
disorderly conduct, resting in a, resisting an officer without violence, and misuse of the 911 system. She was released on the same day as she was arrested and was subsequently introduced into the Florida Women Hall of Fame. Oh, my God. She will be missed. <laughs> wow, she really lost her entire crap. Mm-hmm. So she was trying to kiss people. They were like, you got to go. Right. Can't be doing that shit. That's crazy. Goes outside, sits on the ground, says, I'm not going to go. Right. And, and then, then calls the cops on the cops once the cops they're there. Because the bar's not social distancing. She wasn't social distancing her little hot ass. Right. And, oh, and my God. And she's not attractive. Like, I wouldn't kiss her either. <laughs> like, you can tell by the look of her face, there's like some. some oh, meth, shit. Some meth marks. Oh, my God. Karen, of, she, he said the Karen Becky continuum. Oh, my Is God. Well, there's this one, and it was a screenshot that came through in, our, in my true crime stories group. And it was just a screenshot from somebody over on Twitterland. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't ever use Twitter. We hate Twitter. I, we don't like Twitter. And I feel like we should use it, but, like, neither of us fucking can stand it. I can't stand Twitter, and I can I marginally can stand Instagram, but I just, I, I live in Facebook world. That's where I'm going to be. I guess that makes us old. I, I don't care. I'm fine with it. Call me a boomer. I don't give a fuck. All right, Boomer. Uh, boomer, yeah. Well, that's what my kid calls me out. All right, Boomer. I'm like, don't fuck off, too. Get fuck off. fucking Boomer. Your grandma's a Boomer. I know, you dumb asshole. <laughs> As I talk about my child and call him a dumb asshole. Well, that's an asshole thing to tell somebody. <laughs> I know, you dumb asshole. I'm, like, so loving. Like, he made you so 65. Like, he... I know. So, it says, it, it's a screenshot off Twitter, and it's, like, I guess his mugshot, and it says, Florida man tells neighbors he's going to kill them with kindness, then tries to kill them with a the machete he named kindness. And good, good for him. Like he, he was made. He wasn't a threat apparently. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh dear God, like I'm He's gonna like, kill I'm you with kindness. Of your shit. But could you imagine that? Like, I'm gonna kill you with kindness. You know what I mean? The way he looks. at I mean, he probably doesn't sound like that from Florida, but I'm gonna kill you with kindness. And there's no way he's saying it in a way that re- gives you any kind of like loving feelings. Like he's not bringing you over a casserole and introducing you to the neighbor. Like you know, hey, right. I'm from the neighborhood. You know what I mean? So it's like when he says, I'm going to kill you with kindness, like, how did he say it? Like, that's what I'd like to know. Like, I'm going to fucking kill you with kindness, bitch. Or is it like, you know, I'm going to kill you with kindness. I don't know. Speaking of kindness. Yeah. So apparently in Australia, the dolphins are used to people visiting them. They seem to be missing people and have been coming up to the shore bringing coral to people as an offering. We don't deserve them. Oh, my God. How adorable is that? And they show pictures of these dolphins with, like, the prettiest colorful coral, like, on their noses. Oh. Bringing them up to people. They're like, hi, we miss you. There's another one. Oh. And they're just trying to, like, get their people back. How freaking cute is that? That's in Australia? Australia. See, I'd be afraid to be in the water in Australia. I, they got freaking sharks out there. I'm I mean, afraid to go anywhere in Australia. I Australia is very murder nature-y. <laughs> like murder nature. Uh, what are those big ass spiders they have over Huntsman. there? Oh, the huntsman spiders. I would lose my shit. Like I don't know how people like just live in Australia knowing that those things exist. And like once you come out of your trailer one night and then look over to the left and there's a fucking huntsman spider. Right. A spider as big as like a fucking dinner plate. I know. Like I, how do you how? Like I don't. And they don't attack humans. But if unless they feel threatened, but then they grab you and they chomp, 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 chomp. No, they don't. Yes. They grab you and chomp on you? Yes. No. Yes. You know what's nasty? Another thing that's gross? 
praying mantis do that. Well, like, they grab them, and they start eating their prey alive. Like, they just start eating yeah, them. Yeah, they eat their brains first. Well, I'm like, like well, it like depends on where they get them. I'm like, yeah, I watched a praying mantis eat the fuck out of a murder hornet. I'm like, bring those in praying mantises, and they're good luck, and they don't attack humans. But doesn't it make you a little sad when you see that stuff, though? No. Even if it's like, it doesn't? No. There's her full dead heart again. Bugs are gross. <laughs> and it just makes me feel bad for them. No, bugs are gross. I don't want to see anything lose its life like that. You know what I mean? Huh. I don't know. So, oh, what you got? Um, I have, oh, I wanted, I wanted to talk about the Mississippi governor that they tricked into saying Yes, it. you say that. Yeah, okay. that one and then we'll do this one. Okay, it's so it's from the New York Post and all these people are going doing their graduations like online or they're doing like a drive-through graduation. Yeah. And our boss's kid is doing the drive-through graduation. Yeah. Um and like a lot of people are not happy about it. And I don't blame them. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like you could have done something different I, than do a virtual I, graduation. I asked <clears throat> Um I asked Grayson how he felt about it and he was like, I really don't care. Um Wendy's daughter, they did a virtual graduation. And one of her friends had her, she put on her cap and gown and she stood by her dorm, dorm, dorm room door mm -hmm. and they showed the link and they, he just said the names. So she had that playing in the background on the big TV and one of her friends videotaped her walking across like her, her room in her shoes. And when they called her name, all her friends were sitting in the room screaming, Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's a way to do it. I mean, people have been very interesting with the way that they've been able to keep up with stuff. But we have, um, like, we have one family that we're very close to, and they have, like, a lot of kids, and their daughter is getting ready to graduate high school. And they're doing a virtual one, and they're like, everybody else is doing a drive-thru. Like, why can't we do something like that or go to the football field or whatever that may be? And they're just so disappointed. I feel terrible for them. But the this is from the New York Post, and it was just um, on May 20th. And it said the Mississippi governor tricked into saying Harry Ascrack at a virtual graduation. It says Mississippi governor Tate Reeves was duped into congratulating a curiously named student, Harry Ascrack, during a virtual graduation ceremony. In the video streamed on Facebook Live, Reeves sends his well wishes to the school's valedictorian before running down the list of newly minted graduates. Harry Ascrack? The government, Republican governor, governor reads, before pausing in a sudden realization of what he's done. Prankster Thomas D. Martini took credit for the juvenile joke. Said, proud moment, I got Tate Reeves to say the name Harry Ascrack on Facebook Live. And yes, I've been laughing for about 25 minutes now. He tweeted on Saturday. <laughs> and it went viral. I don't have to read the rest of it because really that's, that's all funny, you got. But like, because yeah, I can see the, the governor's face. Harry Ascrack. Well, I mean, I thought it was cute because our boss's son had to do Zoom. Uh, no, 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 no. I've told them to ask. I was, I'm told not to tell anybody about. Okay, that. so somebody's son. <laughs> but it'll be fun. We're not saying who it is. Our boss's son. If Caddy listens to this, I'm totally like. Breaking a promise. All right, fine. You'll never know what you're telling me, Kathy. I'll take it off. No, it's fine. You can leave it on. She'll be like, what's going on? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> David said it was really funny. That was the whole reason I wanted to talk about it, because of what he did. It so, was so funny. So one of his friends. Oh, yeah, right. It wasn't him. It was one of the friends. It was one of his friends, and <laughs> he got kicked out of class for trying to change his name to Hugh Janus. On Zoom. <laughs> Huge anus. 
Or Hugh Janus. Hugh Janus. That is funny she as never shit. She those anyway. I know, but that's fucking funny as hell. It was, and I almost fell over, and he was like, can you not tell my mom about that? And then you're here, and you're like, hey! Well, I, because it, it was really funny, because somebody else just you, got I a Mississippi you. governor to say, huge ass crack. I said, look, you'll never get what happened, and then, Kate, and then he asked me not to tell anybody. <laughs> like, he asked me not to tell his mom. Oh my, well, you didn't. You told me. <laughs> you kept the promise. I did. All right, go. so pregnant, I have one, and this bitch... Pregnant woman military, pregnant woman's military boyfriend furious after she accidentally gets him kicked off of his deployment. She didn't get accidentally do shit. So a woman who found out she was pregnant becomes concerned about her military boyfriends being deployed during the time of their baby's due date. This happens all the time. Right. Like, I'm sorry, if you marry somebody or you're with somebody in the military, guess what? There's a good chance he might not be around when your baby's born. Mm Mm-hmm. Women go through it all the time. Right. But because... Because Redditor, army fiancé under stress, is what she called herself, was not getting straight answers about the boyfriend adjusting his schedule to accommodate the birth of the baby, she joined a military spouse group and made some calls to look into getting some information. That was a big mistake. Her persistence resulted in the boyfriend getting kicked off the deployment, leading him to rethink their relationship since he was jeopardizing the career he's worked so hard to to build. So she took to Reddit. Yeah. She took to Reddit. So it's one of those, am I the asshole? Oh, gee. I, I love those. I, a 23-year-old female, have been with my fiancé for about a year and a half. He is currently in the military and has decided to make a career out of it, which is a great thing, by the way. He is very well-liked and respected. He got orders to deploy sometime in the future, about three months ago. Last month, I found out I was pregnant, meaning it w- I would be pregnant while he was gone and, and the due date is during the deployment. The original poster had questions as to how her fiancé can still be involved after giving birth but received nothing but vague responses from him. So I kept asking him how this is supposed to work. Can right. he stay and be here for the pregnancy and do one baby and do one after the baby is born? Can he come home for the birth and stay home? And all he does is say it'll be fine and we will see what he can we we will see what he can do about coming home for the birth of the baby, but it's not guaranteed. Because it's not Right. So she says, I decided to call to join a local military sp- spouse page and ask the same questions I've been asking him because I feel like he wasn't taking me seriously and there was more that could be done to get him home for the birth. Oh, Lord. A lot of women told me that I was up to his commanding officer and to have him notify his command of the pregnancy. I asked how I could, I could make sure he was doing that. And I can make sure he was doing that, and I busted my butt last week making calls to people they suggested and asking questions. So she just went above his head. Oh, yeah. Like, she just started calling all his commanding officers. Right. Thursday, my fiancé came home highly upset and exploded, saying that the, my phone calls got him kicked off his deployment and that he's the laughing stock of the unit, He needs to th- and he needs to rethink our relationship. He says... He can't be with a woman who would jeopardize everything he's worked so hard at and even hinting at me having an abortion. <gasps> he packed a bag and moved back into his room on base and hasn't talked to me all weekend. We're living together during quarantine. All of our mutual friends are calling me the asshole because this is a possible career ending. I'm arguing that he's the asshole for not trying to be there for me or the baby, hinting, hinting at an abortion, which we don't know if he did that. Right. And for not trying to reach the proper channels about how he can be more supportive while he's deployed. So, they were like, 
am I the asshole, am I not the asshole? So, um, this lady was like, I'm a woman who used to be in the military, and I was also at NCO. There are so many ways that you are absolutely the asshole here. You didn't trust him. You sub subverted him. You told the people he works with and respects them that he is a baby that you need to do the legwork for. I had a spouse call me, and you're not even a, a spouse. Honestly, you have very little respect for him and the military. He said he was working on it. He probably was. If you just jumped, but you just jumped to his commander or IG, you absolutely fucked up his career. Sorry, that's the truth of the matter. He was probably working through his official channels, his flight, his flight chief, section lead, and first sergeant. You made you, to make sure the proper con contingencies were in place for when you gave birth, but instead, you pulled the rug out from under him and made him look like he was incompetent. Mm. Also, the sacrifices like him, also the sacrifices like him not being home for your birth and pregnancy, absolutely comes with being a military wife, which you are not yet. I went to Korea when my daughter was 10 months old. It sucked. It was awful. But my career military aspirations gave me the little choice. He'll probably get over it. But he has every right to be pissed off. So I think she was wrong too. Like, first of all, my mother used to do that. Like, my mother used to call my dad's bosses and be like, you want to tell me what happened? Blah, blah, blah. And, oh my God, you right. can't do that shit. Right. It's not okay to call your spouse's boss. Oh my God. Like, that. his work, his work area, his environment, his work station, what goes on at his job is the one thing even as your girlfriend or wife or whatever, it's none of your fucking business. Right. Like, you don't fucking call your... God, no. That's like not... That's an... You can't do that. That's a... You're an adult. You're a fucking adult. Yeah, that's like... You can't be doing so that. You're not she, in like... At, in middle she school. She was pregnant and she was... I can understand that she was scared and she wants her, her boyfriend there. Mm -hmm. But... She got the notice that he was going to be deployed before she got pregnant. I guess you should have used fucking condoms. Mm. Like, you're trying to keep him there for your own selfish reasons. I'm sure you have family and you have friends that would help you through this pregnancy if he's not there. Right. Like, you knew what you were getting into. Everybody does when they start dating a military man. Yeah, no, and that's hard. I mean, because I understand how she feels. Like, I don't want to be by myself. I'm going to be all alone. I'm scared. But that doesn't mean you go and do that. You don't do that with anybody. You know what I mean? At all, period. You can't do that to anybody's job. I mean, especially the military. Oh, dear God. So I wonder what's going to happen with him. I don't know. He got kicked off his deployment. Hopefully, he can get back on his deployment. But, like, they grade you on everything. I don't know. I'll have to ask Dan, like, about it. I should have asked him about it. Like, what happens when this happens? He might not even know. Cause he's like, I don't know. I never locked nobody up to know. But he was, a ha he was up in the ranks. Right. So maybe he... I, like, he could give me the point of view of, like, the top officer. Well, and besides that, so, like, she went over his head. Why did that really get him in trouble? I guess because she did? Because he was trying to go through the proper <clears throat> channels. And But what would make them kick him off deployment just because she was being crazy? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, what part? But that has nothing really to do I with him know. even. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe they, uh, they were just, she was just on their nerves. I don't fucking know. Like, that's why I'm, like... As confused as you, but because it kind of seems like they'd be like, "Look, this girl's calling in. She's pregnant with your baby. You know, you need to lock it up or lock that shit up. You know what I mean? Like, right. take care of this stuff." I can't imagine them really actually, unless she said he did something, right, to which try is, and stop which him from is going another away. Thing on one of the things that says it, 
you can't just get kicked off employ- deployment. That's what I was saying. Like, just because she called over his head, like, she would it have says, had to have said he was doing something. Imagine you were the boss. John and Sam work for you. Sam is the OP's fiance. A spot is available at a desirable course of a deployment base, base, and you can give it to either John or Sam. John, who does his work without causing any problems, or Sam, whose fiance called your boss's boss to complain that the last time tried to send Sam away on a pl- on deployment, so you had to spend a lot of time and energy to resolve this issue. By the way, your own boss was not amused when Sam's fiance called your boss to complain. To complain, right? So if you pick Sam, then Sam's fiance calls again to complain. Your ass would be on the line too. Now repeat that process for every training deployment opportunity that could help advance Sam's career. You won't because his boss will give it to someone else whose fiance won't bother them. Do you see the, how the OP screwed up over her fiance? That shit doesn't go away. I'm not military, but I am a co-worker. I had a co-worker last year who was fired because his wife was contacting the bosses and not respecting work boundaries. And this is very progressive com- this is a very progressive company with loose boundaries not that not as regiment as the military. Right. So. Yeah, because I can kind of just, I just can't imagine that they were like, sorry, you're not going to get deployed now. You know what I mean? Like, you're being deployed, you're being deployed, period. And this is what she says in response. He would always say his job was pretty good at, at not deploying often. So when we got the news he was leaving, I was fine. Now that a baby is thrown in the mix, I'm all over the place, and I don't know how, to, how anything works. I thought these spouses were giving me good information, and I can see that it was not good information. He still won't talk to me. The only thing he said is that our relationship is beyond repair and he'll have to find a way to co-parent with me while he stays in the military. Oh, damn. I guess you should have kept your fucking mouth shut. How much time do we have? Oh, we can get ready to wrap it up. That's just crazy to me. Yeah, we got to wrap it up. But, um, damn. Okay. Shit. That's fucking nuts. I don't even know what to say about that. Don't call your spouse's fucking boss, you dummy. I don't know. Like, again, though, like I'm saying, like, I just can't imagine they're like, oh, well, we're not going to deploy you to where you need to go, where we need troops. We don't know how the military works. I'll have to ask Ron. Yeah, we have to, Ron or Dan at this point. Yeah, anyway, go ahead. So wrap this up for us, Jamie. Um, If you, I don't know, stuck your dick in a beehive? If you (laughs) have experimented by sticking your dick into weird things during quarantine, we've already asked this, but we're going to do it again. Give us a shout out at straightfromthenet at gmail.com or you can reach us at on Facebook at straightfromthenet. We're pretty fast about um, getting those emails returned. Yes, absolutely. And we are on New York Daytime Radio. That's right, New York Daytime Radio on the WMLD every Wednesday at 1 o'clock. And you can hit that replay on Saturdays at 7. And every Sunday we release our new um, podcast, which is on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud is our major uh, mama station or mama platform, iPodcast, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. So make sure you check us out, guys. And always don't forget to share and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Take us home, Jamie. Okay, bye. Bye.